Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Let me tell everybody, Linda, my mother works for Linda, and she is a home health aide, and she comes over and helps you out, right, Linda? Right. With all the things that Linda needs somebody to help her on. And she's the best cook on the planet. She is. Only for people that are not her family. (laughs) (laughs) Because she will. I always tell people she doesn't cook for us unless we're um, dying, um, hungry, like sick hungry, but yeah. (laughs) surgery, there's all the special Christmas once a year. I love her. And then we get all the Christmas leftovers from her kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know when I cook. Yeah, boy. Uh, I love to cook. Yep. Actually, she was upset that I didn't cook this um, Easter. Uh, yeah, right. She thought I was going to cook, and I'm like, mm, nah. She's like, aren't we cooking for Easter? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just laid in the bed. It was homework time. Yeah. So, Linda, tell us. I want you to start at the beginning because you've had a very fulfilling life. Very. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So, we'll start at the beginning because I want everybody to know. So, tell us what exactly happened. What is, what's your disability? My disability is cerebral palsy. And um, I was born five months premature. Mm-hmm. I was like a pound and some odd ounces. Jeez. And... A miracle baby. I was in the medical books, but I didn't want it to stop me. No. You know, I just do anything and everything. I love life, and I don't know where to, you know, where to. Well, we'll we'll start here. Okay, so that's your dad. Your dad held you in his hand, right? Oh yeah, my father. My father was my best friend, and when I was born. He held me in his, in the palm of his hand. In the palm of his hand. Like Tom Thumb. Remember Tom Thumb? Yes. Thumb? Or Thumbelina. Or Thumbelina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll reference the girl. Right. <laughs> I love that. And at the time, they didn't, my parents were very young and they didn't have much money. And the bills were astronomical. So they had to put me in a state home. Mm, for how long? For Oh, my gosh, I don't even know. I would say maybe three months. Yeah. And um, so that they could help pay the bill. Yeah. And my dad came to pick me up in the morning early, 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 and he was sitting on the steps of the state home because he couldn't, you know, wait to get me. Yeah. So he's always been my biggest support. I mean, he never... Um, he didn't give me, he didn't believe in sympathy. He used to say, self-pity is slow suicide. 
It, it is. Yeah. And, you know, till this day, you you don't put up with that. No. You don't like that. No. We were just talking about that. Right. Th- that's why I like you, Tati. Oh. You're, you're the same way. You've got that bubbly personality, and you... You know my mom doesn't play that handicap shit. No. No, 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 no. I, I don't have time for that. No. I'm on a website right now for adults with CP, cerebral palsy, and some of the stuff that they say is like, what? Yeah, where do they come from? Yeah. Well, do you think it's because maybe, I don't know, do they not have support systems? It could be. It could be. I was lucky. Because if you're, like, recluse and you're in your house and you don't have anybody to talk to, I mean, all you're going to obsess about is yes, the what's CP. going Yeah. And my dad, um, when I was little, because I couldn't run, run around and play, so he sent me to a camp for handicapped children, the best years of my whole life. Me too. And, you know, I was able to play and have boyfriends as I got older mm-hmm. and, and that type. It was great. Yeah, were you were you always in a wheelchair? No, 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 no. I was very, very active. That that again was my father. That's how he raised me. I rode my bike and I swam. And as I got older, I I would clean houses. I walked two miles a day. So you you yeah. were just you were still doing you were still doing you right. There was never any much like you, Tot. Yeah, really. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah. And you don't let anything stop you. That's what I like about you. Well, thank you. Well, same yeah. with you because I, you know, I mean, it, I give it all to my mom because she. Um, if it wasn't for her, I would have been sitting in a chair somewhere. Right. I remember the ladies coming over wanting to redo the house uh, when I got home from the hospital and put in special like rails and. She goes, no, we're not going to do that shit. And I was like, why? And she goes, because if you go anywhere outside the house, you're not. And she's right. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So we, and she didn't know how to do it either. She right. just was like, we're going to figure it out. The only, like, two or three things I have that are for disabled people is the scooter, because uh, that went from the wheelchair to the scooter, my walker, um, a shower chair, and hand control. She was telling me how you get in the bathtub. Oh, yes. Did she show you? <laughs> what was that? Um, when I climb in and yeah. put my leg over the other side? Yeah, she, she taught me. She's like, we're going to figure it out. I don't know how she figured it out. I mean, I guess she just maybe put herself in my position. She's a natural because she's a caregiver. She is. You know? She's always been like that. The other day when I got up, I was transferring from my bed to the scooter. <laughs> and... Uh, the scooter must have been too far back or something, and I felt myself falling. And I said, Vivi, I need you. And she came over, and, and she gets real excited. Yeah. What's the matter? I said, nothing. I said, first of all, you need to chill. I got this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so she, she said, well, what, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to just push my back forward so that I can reach the rail to my bed so that I can pull myself up. Yes. And... You know, we know what we need. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it, it, some people are scared to ask, I think. Yeah. Or tell someone. And I'm always one to tell someone. If Me I need too. your help, I am screaming or calling or asking or, right. you know, I don't try to do it myself first. If I know I can do it, I can do it. Yeah. But normally, if I know I can't do it, like, I'm not, I'll be like, look. Well, the other day we were at the mall and um, my husband, my niece, had to, my niece had to go to the bathroom. So he, like, took her down, you know, where the beginning part of the bathroom is at the mall and I was waiting for um 
what do you call it, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And, of course, we all had a drink. So they went, and there's three drinks in the cup holder. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to get this to the table? Right. So I'm like, can I get a drink holder? And he's like, yeah. And, I, of course, the ladies next to me were, like, really old and decrepit. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> they were, like, counting their change out, shaking. I'm like, it's probably shouldn't ask them so i put it in the cup holder and i i took it over there with one arm and you know got and by the time i got to the seat and sat down here come my niece and my husband and i was like you guys i was like you left me and now you're coming yeah that was i was like well too late now now i'm now i'm here i've done it we're very resourceful people yes we really are we know i mean it's amazing i amaze myself yes you, you know. amaze me. Right. Now, can do you want to tell us about some of your times with the fire department? Oh, that was funny. You know those <laughs> are my favorite stories. Yeah. Um, on occasion, especially when I've had a few wines. <laughs> I love that. I'll, I'll lose it. You know, I'll, I'll go to transfer and I'll end up on the step of my scooter. Yeah. Oh, sitting. Sitting on the step yeah. of my scooter. Right. And I used to be able to pull myself right up, but as you get older, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm 69 years old, hmm. going on... Are you really? Going on 40. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't think you were. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, 69 is a good number. It is. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> we're going to do Who Wants to Date Linda. Okay. <laughs> so, the boy, uh, the, I call the fire department the boys because they used to come very, very often... And uh, and they're so sweet and they're so sexy. And they're, you're like send only the sexy ones. Uh huh. Only one made me cry, and I said I don't want you in my home ever again. What did he tell you? Stop he, drinking. No, he just said um, if you keep calling us, you're going to have to go to a nursing home. <gasps> and I said no, 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 not this girl. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll I, bust out. I said you know what? I said I don't like you. Yeah. And I said, I don't want you in my home ever again. And he had me in tears. And I don't cry easy. Yeah. No, I'm not an easy crier. We've been through too much for yeah, we, some we words. We don't have time for crying. No. Crying is for sissies. What, yes, it is. Yeah. For pussies. Yeah, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, was, he, was he a nicer looking guy or no? He probably was more ugly. Yeah, yeah. He was just, I didn't like him. No, but so. he never came back, right? I don't think he did. And you continued to call the fire department. Yeah, oh, yeah. I said, well, one time the fire department came out. This is funny, Todd. Tell me. Um, I was in the bathroom getting my jammies on. And, again, most of them were drinking related. I don't do that so much anymore. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm nervous. Good. <laughs> no nursing home for you. They threatened you yeah, now. Yeah, right. You ain't going to take me out of here. <laughs> but, anyways, um. I ended up falling on the floor, and, of course, I didn't have anything on except my pull-ups. Oh, my God. And this one guy came in. He's my favorite. His name is Billy. And he said, what you doing? I said, help me. Help me. Are you naked? Yes. Okay. I said, first of all, I said, give me a shred of decency, Billy. I said, go in my room, and you'll find a neatly piled, folded clothes, and reach me a nice little nightgown. Wait, you were naked in the living room? No, in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom. Okay, yeah. right. So he got me this nightgown and I said, perfect. I said, how did you know? <laughs> he said, Linda, I've got five daughters. I know these things. <laughs> so I said, cool. So he sat me up in my chair and I said, um, would you guys mind if we went into the living room? I need to talk to you. Mm. So I told him what had happened with this creepy guy. 
And he said, oh, my gosh. He said, did you get a name? And I said, no. He said, we know who it is. <sighs> I said, really? I said, well, I don't want him in my home ever again. Yeah. Ever. So he said, okay. And um, after you put your clothes on. Well, yeah, he yeah, he put the gown on. Me yeah. And, you know. Then there was a time when I fell in the shower. The whole bench tipped over. I'm on a shower. Oh, my God. How? You were moving? Like trying to really scrub I no, vigorously? I, I have no idea. <laughs> you were scrubbing too vigorously trying to get yourself ready. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, I fell in the shower. and I thought, oh, my gosh. How am I going to get out of this one? Water's running. No, actually it wasn't. It was off. I was trying, oh, okay. doing something. But, <laughs> but I ended up flat on my back with the bench on top of me. Oh, my God. And I always say to myself, Linda, do not panic. panic. We got this. Yeah. I like and, the we. Yeah. There's more in there? Yeah. <laughs> we got this. We, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to reach the grab bar to pull myself up, and I couldn't reach it. I thought, how am I going to do this? Yeah. So how did I do it? I don't even remember. The miracle, a miracle. I, I, really. You get extra strength in those. You really do. Because I mean, there's it's do or die. Yeah, there's a hero in all of us. Yeah. So I reached the something on my scooter at Grabber or something, and I was able to pull the scooter toward me, and my life alert was on the handle of the scooter. Oh. So I pushed it. Yeah. And they came out. And they and said, "Oh my God!" Are you your legs? Are your legs over your head because of oh bed? Oh my God! I they were underneath the bench. Um, were you hurt? I know you were hurting. No, I don't hurt myself. Oh. I really don't. I mean, I can bang my head. My dad used to say that all the time. He'd say, "Linda, I can't get over you." He said, "You can take these terrible falls and you never get hurt. You just bounce back up and keep on going." <laughs> You're like a bumper car. <laughs> yeah, really. We'll do like we do with my niece. Uh, she used to fall, and instead of like her crying, she would get up and we'd be like, "You're a goon. You're a goon. It's okay. You're a goon." Uh-huh. And she'd be like, "I'm a goon. I'm a goon." <laughs> and I'm like, "She is," and mm-hmm. she does it now too. Sometimes she's like, "Oh, I'm a goon." Aaliyah. Aaliyah. She's so cute. I love her. <laughs> That's my baby. I love. I know. That's my Mookie Bear. But. So, you know, and then there was one time when they came out and they were all dressed up. It was Christmas time. This is oh. funny. It was Christmas. Wait, were you naked um, on Christmas? Probably. <laughs> so they got me all fixed up and they set my ass back up in the chair and I said, you guys, I said, can we take a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they said, no. I said, come on, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. I want to put this on my Christmas card. <laughs> Did they take one? No. Oh, they refused to take it. Yeah, they wouldn't. Oh, I well, said, no guts, no glory. Come on. Not even one of them? <laughs> not even one of them. I'm surprised no one's taking you on a date yet. They've seen all the goods. Oh, yeah. So you would think that they'd be like, hey. The one guy came out and said, you know, we love coming here. <laughs> and they said, you are always so happy and so cheerful. And I dragged in a bunch of stuff with my scooter tire. A bunch of dirt or something because the tire got caught in the dirt. Yeah. And I dragged it all in the house. So I had a broom over here and a broom over there, and I tried to do the best I could by myself to clean it up. Yeah. Well, there was still a lot left. So the boys came in, and they were sweeping. Oh. I said, well, did you ever? <laughs> I'm like, don't tell too many of them that because their wives might be a little, they don't do that at home. I know. And, and then they said, 
what do you, uh, your house smells so good, what do you do? And I was kind of flirting. Yeah. To see if they were married. Oh, said, just checking on them. Tell the wife. <laughs> so that you could wait for them to say, what? Did anybody catch the bait? No. Oh, crap. They always say, you know what, next time you call, be like, don't send the married ones. <laughs> Any, do you have any new singles on the line? I know. They're so sweet. <laughs> and they said, we really don't know how you do this by yourself, like this on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. I said, well, you do what you got to do. And you wait till Monday. And you wait till Monday. Till my mom shows up. Yeah. That's, it's something false. The other day I was making a salad. Yeah. And oh, I sorry. had the tomato on the counter, and the tomato fell off and smashed on the floor. Yeah. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> What am I going to do? Yeah. So wait, did it wait till Monday? No. Okay. <laughs> Some of it did, but you know, I, I don't. Does my mom come in here looking around for things that have been left on the floor? She says, I never know what I'm going to see when I come in here. <laughs> you know? It's like a surprise <laughs> in a box. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, now tell us, we're going to go back. I want you to tell us about, you used to be a nudist. Oh, yeah. For a really long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When well, did that start? Like when you turned 18? You were like, I don't want oh, clothes? Oh, no, no, no. I was older. I was older. And I met this guy. He was quite a bit older than myself. He was probably about 15, 16 years older than me. And he brought me back my youth. Hmm. And Because I didn't have youth. I, I was in hospitals and all of that stuff. So he said, Linda, he said, he used to call me Linda Lee. That's my name. Linda Lee. And, and he says, Linda Lee, we're going to go on a road trip. And I said, really? Where are we going? He said, it's a surprise. And I said, what will I pack? And he said, a toothbrush and just what you got on. So <laughs> I'm thinking, okay. So we went to Landon Lakes, and it's called the um, Island Group. It was a nudist resort, mm-hmm. very small scale, had great big elephant leaves, you know, plants and lots of foliage and really, really cool little cottages with porch swings. Yeah. It was just, I mean, it was awesome. Did he, like, is it, was that his first time too or? Yeah. Okay. What what year, like, what era? Oh, my goodness. I would say back in the 80s. In the 80s? Mm-hmm. Early? Um, yeah. So yeah. that was, okay, so this means there's no rules. Not no. really. No. You just get there and, is there an entry fee? Like a club? Yes, yeah, a club. Yeah, you have to do the membership thing and all that kind of thing. So we get there and I, he told me what it was and I said, I don't know. His name was Emil. I said, I don't know. I used to call him the Eamster. The Eamster. I said, I don't know, Eamster. I'm not into this. He said, you are too. You're a natural. <laughs> and uh, so we just, it was, the first time we went, well, the first morning we woke up, it was raining. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Rain, Summertime? Yeah. Rain in Florida is pretty. It is, and it's warm. Yeah. And it rains on one side of the street. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. So we're sitting on this porch swing naked, drinking our coffee. It was so weird feeling. You know? Yeah. And eventually we moved up there. Really? Yep. In to one, in to one, live? To live. Wow. In one of those little cottages. At this resort? At the resort. Well, is it still open today? It, I think it is. Yeah. You'd have to look it up online, but I think it is. 
But I go out in the morning and I do my laundry naked and, you know, if I had to pee, I'd take a squat. Oh, you're just, yeah, right. Why go to the bathroom and have to go inside, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially in our situation. Yeah, you're like, well, we'll just go right here yeah. while I'm hanging up laundry. Yeah. Well, there's really no laundry to hang up, right? Just no, some towels, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. It's just a little air dry. Now, can you wear, if you wanted to, can you wear underwear? Yeah, if you? it's clothing op- optional. So yeah. some people had clothes on? No, not many. Okay, I was going to say. Gal, one gal had bottoms on, and I always wondered why. What was underneath there? Yeah. Oh, see, that was the whole point. I'm like, well, maybe she had like a, like a gnome. Yes. <laughs> she had a gnome in there. She didn't want you to know. Well, I thought the whole point of the nudist colony would, I know they say clothing are not optional, but... You gotta be at least tea bags, cause oh yeah, what's the point? I love tea bags. They you, were they were so comfortable when when we go out or whatever. Yeah. So, oh yeah, cause you did you did you not want to go out? Cause then you're like, oh crap, we gotta put on clothes. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I would just put on. Well, one restaurant we did we did get to go naked. Really? Yeah. Is it was it on the resort? Yeah. Oh. But I just wore a sarong. I you know I always kind of like to be a lady. Yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, so just your boobs out? Not even. I just have the sarong on. They're so pretty anyway. The, what are those? The ones that you tie in the front? The big old handkerchief. Okay. Thing. And then you tie it right here in the yeah. front, right? Yeah. Okay. But no bra. No, of course not. <laughs> bra. Who wears bras? You I, burnt your bras back in the 70s. Really? Did you even have any to burn? No. <laughs> no. It was cool. How long did you and this friend M stay out there? Um, Maybe about three years. Three years? That's a long time. Mm-hmm. You guys were pretty serious, though. Yeah, we were. We were. He was older, and we were talking about getting married, but he was afraid because he was so much older than I. Like 20 years older than you? Yeah. Type deal. What about your parents? Did they think that was a... Uh, they didn't care? Well, I was old enough then. You know, they didn't... They used to watch me like a hawk, though. Yeah. They knew when I was Helicopter parents? Yeah. I hated it. Really? But you, they let you go pretty... Pretty easily. They didn't know that I was a nudist. Oh, but <laughs> I mean, no way. Are you kidding? A good Catholic, and then I go to church <laughs> and have to put your clothes on. Yeah, I would go to church every Sunday, and my girlfriend would say, "God, Linda, you're naked all week, and now you're sitting here in church." I said, "God doesn't care. Weren't you born naked?" Right. <laughs> I think Adam and Eve—they were naked. Right. So it shouldn't matter. But it was it was fun. It was just fun. I'm trying to think of some. Well, t- okay. So tell me about okay when you guys. I, I always ask you. I'm like, so there were people there. You were young at that time, mm-hmm. but there were people there that were old, mm-hmm. and they're naked, and their balls hang down because because <laughs> <laughs> they're sag skin because of the heat. Oh, the heat makes them go yeah, down, too? Yeah, yeah, they go down, and they, oh, my God, they look so gross. Oh, and they're, like, moisty and hairy. Now, I mean, like, so are they playing, like, volleyball? And yeah. You said there was a guy floating in the pool. Oh, that, that's right. There was this guy floating in the pool. He was a good friend of ours. His name was Fred. <laughs> that's all right. We don't know Fred. <laughs> Fred has no last name. Just Fred Nudis. That's his name. Fred noticed. <laughs> he had one of these penis pumps. Oh, my God. And he was laying on his back in the pool. Really cool people. And he pumped it up. In, while floating. While floating. That's pretty um, talented. I know. So I said, uh, up, Periscope. <laughs> well, along comes this big-ass horsefly, bites him in the penis. Oh, my God. Did it go down? 
I don't remember. <laughs> I, it was just just so funny. So I said to Emil, I said, Easter, let's go home and play horsefly. <laughs> Wait, does that mean you have to buy it? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the you didn't have to go home. You could have played it. You could have just reenacted it right then and there. Well, you can't. Oh. Oh, yeah. You can't engage in those things. Yeah, you can't go too far. Wait, but then you told me there's the nudist or the um, swingers. swinger side. Yeah. So there's the nudist colony. And then if you guys want to go even further, you go to like a special hut. Actually, no. On on certain occasions, like I said earlier, Fourth of July, whatever. It's a good holiday. <laughs> all these all these resorts come into our little island group, is yeah. the name of it, and they're from bigger, bigger clubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so the nudists, um, they like to get together and swing. Oh, they yeah. all come oh, together. Yeah. So there was this one old gentleman that was asking me all about it. It was his first time there and stuff. And I said, come on into my office. So we went to the hot tub. Oh, that was your office? That was my office. His balls must have really drooped that day. <laughs> was he a nice-looking guy? He was old. Oh, okay. You what's, the sag- what's your favorite, the saggy balls? Yeah, he, I mean, he was sweet, but he was, you know, I, I thought, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so he said, tell me about this. And I said, okay. I said, you see those people over there in that direction? I said, you don't want to hang with them. They would be your swingers. That is your typical swingers. Yeah. Now, again, are they mostly older people? or They were all different ages. Do the younger ones mix with the older ones while they're doing the swinging? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is... But you said you weren't... You tried it one time. I did. Or tried to attempt to try it one time. Right. And I told my boyfriend at the time, the Eamster, I said, don't leave me. I said, you stay right with me. I said, I will. So hold your hand. So what happens? Like, a guy approaches you? Like, you guys all get and sit down together, and everybody just starts rubbing and approaching each other? Yeah, they wanted sex and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of starting, and I thought... It, it dawned on me, I'm not I'm not comfortable with this. I don't like it. You said there was too much moaning? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's the thing. There were all different rooms. Oh. And little rooms, and you could hear all this. Uh, 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 you could have concentrated. No. <laughs> and I said, I don't like this. I want to. I want Easter. <laughs> <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. You were like, no. I'm sure they were ready to go, though, because they were looking at you like prime meat. Oh, God. I was, uh, back then I was hot. You were hot? I was still hot now. I was very hot. No, I was I was exercising and in good shape and raring to go, man. <laughs> I mean, now, did you ever engage with any of the other guys or girls on the island? No. No? no. Just that one time you're like, I'm out. I'm yeah. on my side. Yeah. I'm going to stay on my side of the island now. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you ever let... Um, your partner go over there and do, was he allowed to fraternize? He was on the shy side. Oh, so you guys were good. Yeah. He, we were total opposites. He was kind of shy and reserved because he was older. Yeah. You know. So he, how did he get into being a nudist? He just knew that you were. Actually, I told him a story about when I was in Sedona, Arizona, and we went to this, um, we went to this other city called Page, Arizona, mm-hmm. and it was all filled with 
um, I, I'm getting. Oh no! Keep going, cause it's brain fart. I'm getting a black. It was all filled with these beautiful dooms and just beautiful mountains, and you could hear the quiet. Mm-hmm. It was divided into many, many little canyons, and you could just hear the quiet. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I I was with my sister. And I said, I want to take off my clothes. <laughs> I said, this is so cool. This is before the nudist stuff, yes. yeah, because you were telling them the story. I said, I want to, we have to get naked. I said, I feel like I'm choking, you know. <laughs> and your panties. <laughs> yeah. So we took off our clothes, my sister and I. I've got a picture of it I should show you. Yes, I want to see that. And my sister and I took off our clothes, and we were just sitting on this, um, this big old rock. Yeah. And... Just sitting there enjoying. She participated too, though. Well, not well. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. You were just all the way. She's cool. She's yeah. like I am. Yeah. So her boyfriend took a picture of us. Ah. It was cute. So I was telling the Easter about it, and that's when he put two and two together and said she'd love this. She'd love it. Because he was married and his wife passed away, and they used to do it. Mm. He never told me that. Ah, uh, went till the end. Yeah. Uh, well, that was nice of him, though. He didn't want you to think like he was reliving something. Yeah, yeah, right. But secretly, probably was. <laughs> but he was happy with it. What? Ha- where? So after those three years, you guys were there. What happened? You decided you want to put some clothes on and come into reality? No, he he got sick and he ended up passing away. Oh, I'm you so know? sorry. Yeah, me. So you guys would have stayed. You would have still been there. Yeah. Had he still been there? Yeah. So when he when that happened, you decided you were gonna. Well, I didn't know how to kind of get back and forth and, you know, the friends. Yeah. I mean, there was the one friend that lived close to us. Um, he passed away, too. Oh. So I just, it it just ended. Yeah, it was a, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, no. Ever. No. Mm-mm, not at all. Now, recently, what we spoke about is that you decided, because, you know, you, we, me and you speak all the time, and I love to listen to you and your stories, and I told you soon I started a podcast, you were coming on. Cool. But <laughs> you wanted to get into, uh, what is it? Motivational speaking. Motivational speaking. I was going to say promotional speaking. That's not the word. So you want to go and speak on just just motivating people, or you want you know, to speak specifically on cerebral palsy? Cerebral palsy. I don't. I'm not going to be a life coach or anything like that. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. But I'm a very positive, positive person. That's my passion. Yeah. I Like I said before, we don't let anything stop us, and we can do anything and everything. Yes. As long as we believe in ourselves. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you, this is what I want to do. I want the public, I want the audience to know, because we're international with this podcast. So, I mean, Linda would very much like to get into this, and I think I could really help her kick her foot off the ground. So get them wheels spinning, cool. and we could go places. And now, because of COVID, um, Zoom and all the online, like, we could get you some really good places to speak at from your own living room. Right. But you have to put a bra on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't, but you probably want to. Right. Because then they're going to not listen to any of the well, motivational of speaking. Yeah. They're going to be just staring at me and like, so. Yeah. What's going on with that? I, I don't have time for that. I just, life is so precious and so, and I don't have too much of a life. 
I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, I think you got a nice house. You have a beautiful home. I'm at peace. Yes, you have friends. You have your family. I mean, you have your sister. Like, what's that family? It's still family. (laughs) Sister, family. But you guys are close. And she comes to see you. And you still have some of your. Now, you were never, you were never married, right? Yes, I was. Tell me. Ten-year marriage. Ten-year marriage. This was after the nudist colony, obviously, right? This was before the nudist colony. Oh, it was before. Yeah, this was like in 1970-something. Oh, wow. Four. You guys had a 70s wedding? A what? 70s wedding? Yeah. Oh, like what? bit like a dress and yeah. oh, it was yeah. a big deal? Oh, yeah. I got, I was, I was, uh, went to an all-girls Catholic school. And we got married in the little chapel there. I used to love it there. We had good times. In Florida? In Florida. In Florida. They were all girls, and it was a Catholic school, but we were like, No, yeah. oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. It we'd be, made you. We'd be smoking in the woods, and one of the young nuns would come by, and we'd say, Sister. <laughs> and she'd say, Give me a drag of that cigarette. No. <laughs> yeah. I said, You want a little Moga, David? <laughs> <laughs> when did you guys turning them out? I know, really. That was terrible. You would think you'd get the swatches on your hands. No, no, not there. Not there? No. So where did you meet the husband? Met the husband at a family function. And, God, I don't even know how we met. We, we, he just came to the table. We started talking. He was real tall. Yeah. He was about 6'2". He was real thin. And just we just started talking. Yeah. So he said, where do you work? And I said, well... um, I work at a school, a little school for disabled children, mentally retarded, mentally impaired. I was going to say that. <laughs> I, that's the word. That's I okay. That word. Remember George Carlin and, and his words? Yes. What would they call it today? <laughs> then, yes, we have to we have to move on from those. Right. We can't say can't say that. And I I'm bad at that myself. I, I don't call those particular people that, but sometimes no. you say, and I'll be like, well, stop being a tard. But yes. I don't I don't mean it like that. It's just I mean the real the the, the people mentally impaired are not the ones with the problems. It's right. the regular exactly. people. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, I. I um, I told him where I worked, and I worked with the little ones and stuff. And he said, oh, he said, I'd like to see that. So I said, okay. So he came over, and I took him all around the school, and I knew all the teachers, and they liked me, and blah, blah, blah. You know, and then one thing led to another, and we ended up living together. The only thing with this guy is he was a Twinkie. What's that? He had cream for brains. Oh, God. You know, his priorities and values were so screwed up. But 10 years though? You put up with that for a really long time. I did. Well, I was trying to make it work. 10 years. You made it work. Yeah, I guess. So you guys didn't have any children? No, we couldn't. He shot blanks. Oh. Yeah. So it wasn't you. It was him. It was him. Were we, you guys trying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you were like, what's going on? Yeah. The doctor said, you know, he had a real slow sperm count and blah, blah, blah. So we took in foster children. We we started to study the adoption thing, mm-hmm. but there was an age thing, and he was getting toward the forty year mark, and all. And it was yeah, because back then they had more stipulations than they do now. Now yeah. anybody can go buy one. Yeah, buy one. <laughs> he says, I want that one. <laughs> so we took in foster children, and that was rewarding. I loved it. I was a good mom. Yeah, you I, are a good mom. You do they still call? Do you have any of them that still? No, you know there was this one little boy that we had for like three years. 
And when he came to us, he must have been maybe just under 12 months. And he stayed with us till almost three. And his name was Adam. And he reminded me so much of myself. Yeah. Because he had that personality that just radiated. You yeah. Know? And we were tight. We were close. So um, he finally ended up leaving us. And then he came back. Because he got, what, adopted and then they brought him back? No, he went back to his natural parents. Oh. What they tried to do when we were when we were fostering is rehabilitate yeah. the parents. Well, it wasn't working. The mother was on drugs, blah, blah, blah. So he came back to us for another maybe year, year and a half, you know. Yeah. So he finally, he left. That was that broke my heart. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. So I, just about a year ago. Really recently? I looked him up. Mm-hmm. And I found him, and his father answered the phone, and I, I addressed myself. I said, you know, years and years ago, I was a foster mom to your to your son, yeah. Adam. And um, I said, I was just, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. Yeah. I said, I was in love with him, really. Yeah. And I said, I just wondered how he's doing, what he's doing, you know. Yeah. And the father said, why would you call now? Oh. And I, well... Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I said, well, you know. Sorry. He, he said, I don't think I'm going to tell him that you called. How, but how old would the boy be? He would probably be what? How old are you, Ty? I'm 39. He'd probably be your age. And the father would not tell him he's a grown man. I will. Well. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't much matter. No. Least, you were, I know he's okay. Yeah. You know, turns out he had two little girls, and he's divorced. And he's yeah, was this his natural father? Yeah. Oh, that's why he was just worried yeah. that you were awesome. And you know what's funny? The guy probably talked about you. Yeah. So yeah. that probably was a, a bit of a competition there. Maybe. Maybe. Well, definitely I want to get in, get you into your motivational speaking. I think that would be great and positive. And I already told you, I'm like, I'll set you up and you do a pod for yourself. And I mean, under me, but you can do it. You could sit here and you can talk and people can call you and email you. And I mean, it would give you something fun to do. Well, I need a purpose. Yeah. You know. Why not? You said this is something you wanted could do. You could sit here and talk all day. Right. You don't have to be on video. Right. Me and Linda didn't put on our makeup or bras or... No, I know. That's why I'm not on video. Otherwise, yeah. I'm a ham. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Next time we will be. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you talking to me because I've been saying this forever and I got so busy and I didn't have my car with my hand controls and it just... It, even though me and Linda don't live that far from each other, and but I will always, always come over. You know that. Right. How do you like my setup? I love your setup. You didn't think it was going to be like this, did no, you? No, this is so cool. I feel like a slab. Ooh, I love it. Well, I I really want to come over and do this again, and I really want you to be able to do your motivational speaking. And, again, I really would like you under Tokyo-ish. It would be Linda's-ish. All right. And you can get on there, and I will do my best to find you the promoter or the manager that's out there to go ahead and get you started. Right. Because um, I can try to kick open any door I can. And, and you just roll it. through. I'll do it. You know that. You'll do it. You'll get it done, girl. I will get her done. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to tell our fans and our audience out there? Just stay positive and be safe and, you know, have fun and 
go with it. And just go with it. Now, Linda, are you on Facebook and everything? Mm-hmm. Did you want anybody to be able to contact you? I don't. That'd be great. Do you remember your Facebook? What What is it? Spike, S-P-I-K-E, do, D-O, 23 at gmail.com. That would be awesome. All right. So you guys can email Linda, or if you had a problem, you want to email me, like, and I'll get in touch with her um, at Tokyo-ish. So that's I-S-H-H at yahoo.com, and we'll make it happen. And who wants Linda to come and motivational speak out there? Um, I also want to take Linda to some of the strip clubs with me. Because Linda wants to have a drink, right? Mm-hmm. Want a glass of wine, Tops? I, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. I want it. Yeah, what time is it? Is it after 5? Um, yeah, it's 5.30. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I can have a drink. Me and Linda are going to have a drink, and we will be back, and we will talk to everybody once again. So thank you again for another great episode of Takyo-ish. And usually I always say every episode, next episode better than last, but... I think today we'll just put it on hold because I think they'll all be great. Aww. <laughs> you know how much I love you, Linda. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.